We missed him last week because we couldn't get a hold of him while we were broadcasting live from field days, but we've got him back. He's our Aussie correspondent, Chris Russell. And Chris, I've just got two things to say to you, 32-6. In fact, I can't even say that. It was 20 to nil when I went to bed. My cane toads over your cockroaches. There's something about those Queenslanders. They've got it all over you guys. Well, I certainly Billy Slater, I think, has proved himself to be one of the great coaches. Um, but there were some inexplicable things happening in New South Wales. No one has any idea why they had a hooker running around in the centres when there was uh, another perfectly good centre sitting on the bench. No one understands why all the forward passes weren't picked up. But we just didn't play well enough. I mean, you know, and uh, it was just a complete debacle for New South Wales. Um, I'd much prefer to sit here talking about cricket with you, Jamie, to be Oh, yes, I know you would. It was a fantastic first Ashes test. And over the next month or so uh, in the UK, there's going to be some fantastic sporting action, including the World Sharing Champs in Scotland. We'll win that. Uh, no Aussies will win that one. But you took, you look at the rest of the Ashes series, Wimbledon coming up. The UK is the place to be, Chris. Oh, absolutely. And this Ashes series... By Jesus, that that game we just had that first test at Edgbaston that would had to be go down as one of the great games of cricket ever, and we will remember. I'll remember that game for the rest of my life. Now, someone said the other day, who can remember who won the BBL last year? Nobody. So it's really putting test ma- test cricket, I think, on the map. It was an extraordinarily exciting game, full of strange decisions, full of amazing batting efforts by people who shouldn't be able to bat. Um, the bowling was uh, was great. I mean, I, I just couldn't ask a more gripping game of sport with so much intrigue and so many twists and turns as the wicket changes. And that's the beauty of five-day cricket compared to nearly every other sport which is just played over a few hours, James. Absolutely. Look, let's move on to live uh, cattle export. We've banned it here in this country, but it seems like the... Uh, the rest of the world are filling their boots. They're even shipping live cattle or live um, cattle exports up the Danube. Yeah, absolutely. So it is quite extraordinary how this is changing. And I, I really think New Zealand could have would have been much better placed to have focused on getting a well-disciplined live cattle trade and making the money out of it rather than uh, uh, than staying out of it altogether. We're actually biggest problem Australia, I think, has at the moment is getting hold of ships to take our cattle up to Indonesia, which is our biggest market. But the Brazilians are shipping currently 500,000 head to Turkey. Turkey under a new contract um, and plus we've got also this demand if you like of even taking cattle in smaller ships from Egypt up the Danube to Ukraine to supplement their cattle market so there are live cattle being shipped everywhere Australia of course is in one sense uh, inhibited by its very strict animal welfare requirements but on the other hand if the rest of the world comes into line and that becomes an expectation well they'll be doing that whole business a favour and that's of course what the Australian industry is hoping for because at the moment it's putting them at a deficit behind the Brazilians in particular who don't have anything like as strict the protocols on handling live cattle as what uh, Australia does, Jamie. Chris, the past three years right around the globe have been extremely challenging off the back of the COVID pandemic. It's good to see the veggie growing areas in Australia now flush with backpackers and holiday making workers again. We're getting back to normal. 
Yeah, well, this time last year, I think we were talking about the fact that the farmers couldn't get their crops picked. There was no one turning up. You know, they were pleading for people to come out of the cities and come and help them out. Well, backpackers and holiday makers are back in full force up in Queensland, particularly now. Uh, it's nice and warm up there. I'm now in South Australia starting this year's uh, odyssey that we do right across to Western Australia. And uh, I think the average temperature here is around about four degrees, but it's still 19 degrees up north of Bowen in Queensland uh, and of course that's a key supplier of Australian vegetables uh, and m- many of the growers up there are now turning people away they've filled their books, they've got enough people who are going to pick for them and uh, they've, they've seen this return particularly of young backpackers wanting to extend their visas and come over with this new agreement we now have with England uh, to make it easier for, for them to come over to Australia so I think we're in good shape again it's amazing how quickly that's recovered Jamie. Chris Russell, out of Adelaide today thanks very much for your time No problem